$100 MBA show, daily business lessons to jumpstart your business every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my partner back in 2014. And today's episode is Free Ride Friday. On Fridays, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. We give away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course. It retails for $500 over at easycourse.co, or you can win it for free. Just leave us an Apple Podcast rating and review, and tune in on Fridays, just like today, to see if you won. It's that simple. It's our way to say thanks for showing us love on iTunes. Stay tuned for later on in this episode when we announce this week's Free Ride Friday winner. In today's lesson, you will learn lessons learned after COVID killed my conference. Nicole and I started a small entrepreneurial conference in Australia called OzCon. This is a conference that took us eight months to plan. It's a three-day retreat for hardworking entrepreneurs to share experiences and learn from each other. We're planning on spending three days in the Snowy Mountains in Australia in August, but COVID had other plans. Sydney went into lockdown in late June and it has not ended yet. So we got really hit with COVID, uh, with the Delta strain. All of Sydney's in lockdown. Uh, can't leave your house further than five kilometers. So a trip 500 kilometers away in Australia would be a no-go. So in today's lesson, I'm gonna explain to you how we handled this situation. Because I know a lot of you have had something go wrong because of COVID. And if you haven't, then it may creep up on you because this thing is not over. I'll walk you through what happened, how we handled it, how we pivoted, and what we're doing to move forward with OzCon, our conference. I learned some tough, tough lessons and some tried and true principles I will never forget. So let's get into it, let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Samsung. All right, folks, here's the deal, plain and simple. Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G is everything you need in a phone and a tablet. It's two screens in one. It's your office, game room, and movie theater in one. It's the one, let me tell you. You'll toggle between windows less and accomplish so much more. A big, beautiful display unfolds endless possibilities, and it still folds clothes to fit in your pocket. It's life-changing. So let's show everyone how to live it. Get the new Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. All right, COVID killed my conference. Let's talk about what happened. A bit of context. Last year, Australia went into lockdown just like everybody else in around March. I believe that lasted about eight weeks, uh, but around May, things started to open up and we were able to move freely and travel within the country. And since then, uh, Sydney did not have a lockdown. So things were actually quite good. You can actually travel within the state. You can even travel to other states in Australia with no issues. Even in some point during last year, uh, people didn't wear masks. It wasn't mandated because it was pretty much under control. We had very low case numbers. So COVID really was not stopping people and businesses in a big way. Come 2021 and the Delta strain, things totally changed. 
Now, I mentioned this because when we planned OSCON, we were, you know, in the honeymoon phase and everything was okay and nothing was locked down, nothing was closed. So we were thinking everything should be fine. Things were not going to get worse. They're going to get better, right? Vaccines will get rolled out and people will get vaccinated. We'll have protection. We're going to be okay. And we were until around mid-June, okay? Cases started to increase and Sydney went into lockdown towards the end of June. Now, OSCON was scheduled for the week of August 23rd. So, normally, we would go into a snap lockdown for maybe a week or two, maybe three, maybe four, and we'd be out of lockdown, cases numbers would drop, and things would be fine. So, when we went into lockdown, I wasn't worried. I was totally confident that, okay, everything should be fine. The event's going to go as is. Let's keep our reservations with the accommodation and food and restaurant and transportation and lift tickets and all that kind of stuff. You know, it was quite uh, an ordeal to organize these things because we wanted to make sure it was a very, very well-organized event and a great experience for our uh, group. But the lockdown would get extended to two weeks and then another four weeks. And then we started to see that the cases were not going down. Delta was a different situation totally because uh, the virus was spreading despite the lockdown. It became clear to us that we're going to be in lockdown for a good time. And the conference, OSCON, was just not going to happen. We even had a video call uh, with all the uh, attendees of OSCON uh, a month before we were scheduled to do the conference because uh, we were still hopeful things were going to move forward. But about a week later after the call, uh, they extended lockdown and it became clear that uh, it will we'll be in lockdown past the conference dates. So at this point, the reality sunk in. <laughs> okay, this conference is not going to happen and it's not going to happen anytime soon because things are not getting better. And at this point, it started to really become clear, we're not going to get out of lockdown until we get to a certain vaccination rate, uh, 70 to 80%, and uh, that's just not going to happen uh, overnight. That's going to take months, uh, maybe well into October, even into uh, late November. So I had to regroup. We had to make some tough decisions about what are we going to do with this conference? Okay, what are we going to do with these dates? What are we going to do with all these reservations? What are we going to do with all the money that we've already put up forward? All that kind of stuff. A couple of things. First thing that I thought really worked to our advantage is that we wanted to make OSCON small on purpose so that it's an intimate group, uh, but that worked in our advantage. We didn't have that many people. The total amount of people is nine people. It's more of a retreat. So we thought nine people is super manageable and it's easy to communicate with nine people. The other thing that we wanted to make super clear to everybody is that we want to be as fair as possible to everybody. So if for any reason we need to make some changes and those changes don't work for you, we wanted to make sure that uh, you were able to get a refund on your money. We would absorb the cost and then from there plan accordingly for the next time we do the conference. The other thing we wanted to establish that this conference is going to go ahead. We don't know when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, all that kind of stuff. But we want to see this actually happen in the world. And yes, this is a bump in the road, but that's okay. People have challenges. Uh, these things happen. We have to be able to roll with the punches. So the first lesson I learned is that don't use optimism as your guide, meaning that, you know, we were super optimistic that we're going to still have the conference when we went into lockdown. You know, we didn't realize how long lockdown was going to be, but um, it's always good to have a disaster plan. It's funny because I know this in my software company, we always have these what if conversations and uh, standard, standard operating procedures. 
but we need to have the same in the conference. We need to think, hey, what if this didn't happen way before? It would give me more time to have options or to uh, make some changes, provide some options to the attendees. But basically, when I found out, we were three weeks out from the conference. So I had limited choices to what I can do. Second lesson I learned was I knew in that moment the best thing I can do is I need to communicate. I need to communicate with my people, the attendees, um, and I just needed to make sure that they're included in any decision and that I let them know what's going on so they don't feel like they're in the dark. I was very conscious of the fact, hey, these people trusted me, they gave me their money, I wanted to make sure that they know that I got their back and that you know there are some options I'm looking at. When we actually had a discussion on that call before uh, the cancellation was um, confirmed because of the extension of lockdown, uh, of what are some options? And what I was pleasantly surprised by is how open people were. They were like, hey, we totally get it. I understand. They're all entrepreneurs. They know how these things happen. And uh, they presented some creative ideas, some creative ideas I didn't think of uh, as alternatives, uh, creative uh, ideas in terms of different dates, different locations, uh, because it became clear that this is not going to happen. Uh, this OSCON will not happen in the winter, at least this year, because uh, the lockdown will extend past the winter season. So the idea of going skiing together is just not going to happen. So by having open communication, just putting your cards on the table, say, hey, guys, these are our options. This is what happened. This is where our money is deposited. This is what's going on. This is what's happening. Uh, it makes it super clear to people to understand, all right, uh, these are our options. Let's work with that. So just being transparent and honest about the situation when problems arise, when things like this happen, is the best policy, okay? Third, uh, communication, communication, communication. So we had a meeting, but we also had several emails back and forth, uh, just, again, uh, touching base, communicating with them, letting them know what's going on. This is what happened so far. This is what's happening next. Um, you know, we decided, hey, we're going to hold the reservation uh, for the, the accommodations in the mountains for next OSCON. We'll do it in the snow for 2022, hopefully, uh, if all goes well. Because I could not get a refund from the from the resort, uh, their policy would not allow it. Uh, so we had to negotiate a change of date to make sure we secure that uh, that cash. So we'll use those rooms and accommodations for 2022. The next lesson I picked up is sometimes in these situations, we feel like we need to take all the responsibility. We need to take all the risk. You don't. You can include people in this decision as long as they have a, uh, you know, a choice. So for example, people started to explore, hey, let's do it in February. By then, Vaccination rates will be up. We'll be able to travel within the state. Uh, hopefully, things will be okay. This was an idea that was tossed around, uh, and one of the things I needed to, you know, explain to people or voice is, hey, in order for us to do that, we're gonna have to book a place. And sometimes, when you book a place, uh, it's non-refundable at a certain point. Uh, this can happen again for some reason—a lockdown—and we all need to agree to absorb that cost because, you know, I'm able to do the first one, but the second one. Uh, is that it's just not going to be able to be feasible. And by voicing that and saying, are you guys okay with taking on that risk? Even if it's a no, at least they're making a decision with the risk in mind and the cards are on the table. So this was super uh, relieving and I actually got this advice from a friend of mine, Grant, um, which really relieved a lot of stress on my end. 
Next lesson is logistics, logistics, logistics. As soon as I knew this event was not going to happen, I contacted all the parties in the logistics, meaning all my vendors, uh, all the reservations for the restaurants. I had to make sure that they know that that's going to get canceled. Um, accommodations we talked about, lift tickets and transportation, make sure that those are canceled or refunded. All the types of things that you need to do to put this all together uh, you need to revisit your spreadsheet and say, hey, did I contact everybody I need to contact to either get a refund or cancel or reschedule? That took a good day, maybe even a day and a half because some people didn't get back to us in time. Um, but uh, super important so you don't leave anything hanging. Now, one of the biggest lessons I learned is, you know, live events are, are hard. No matter how small or big they are, it's really, really hard to pull off even without a pandemic, Okay. Uh, so when you throw in a pandemic, you throw in the possibility of cancellations and problems and people are not able to come or all that kind of stuff, it makes it uh, super difficult. So you want to minimize your risk as much as possible, whether it's a smaller group, whether it's keeping it local, whether it's uh, making sure that people sign a waiver so you're not responsible. We did this so that we made sure that we're covered uh, just in case something happens, somebody gets sick, somebody gets ill, things like that. You have to uh, understand that there are liabilities when you do anything in person, but it doesn't mean don't do it. It just means be aware of these things and cover yourself. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. The Hunter Aubrey Show is sponsored by Coinbase. Are you crypto curious? Have you ever thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency, but felt a little overwhelmed? I know I have. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret or an exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone everywhere should be able to get in the door. Whether you've been trading for years or just getting started, Coinbase can help. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. And they offer portfolio management and protection learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. So make sure to learn more at Coinbase.com. And for a limited time, new users can get $5 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at Coinbase.com MBA. Sign up at coinbase.com slash MBA for $5 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's C-O-I-N-B-A-S-E dot com slash MBA. To wrap up today's lesson, I learned a lot of tough lessons uh, during the cancellation of my conference uh, this past month. But the biggest lesson I really got out of it was I chose wisely. And what I mean by that is I chose my uh, conference attendees wisely. These people are amazing. They are super flexible. They're super understanding. Uh, they really were supportive with everything we've done up to the point of cancellation and even after we canceled it, of coming up with creative ideas. So be careful about who you invite to your conference because it could be the difference between having a pleasant or a not so pleasant experience if things go wrong. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Today is Free Ride Friday, so let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Serge Cleason. Serge says, easy listening, five stars. 
Omar's background in teaching sometimes can lead to over-explaining, but boy, does this podcast deliver food for thought, best practices, and simple pointers to get better every day. Thanks, Serge, for that great, great review. Your mission is to email me at omar at 100mba.net. You are our free Ad Friday winner, and you won a lifetime membership to Easy Course over at easycourse.co. If you're listening and you want to win a free ride, just go ahead and leave us an Apple Podcast rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw, and you're entered into the draw every week until you win. It's that simple. It's our way to say thanks for showing us love on Apple Podcasts. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. You might wonder, why did I start a small conference, an in-person conference? Well, once a year, I kind of like to evaluate where am I weakest as an entrepreneur? Where are the areas that I've been slacking a little bit? And one of those areas is networking. And a lot of that had to do with COVID. I felt like we were not networking enough. I felt like I was not meeting or getting to know people at a deeper level in the entrepreneurial space. I thought instead of me, you know, just complaining about it, why don't I create a conference to force myself to get to know people on a deeper level, uh, people that I've been wanting to get to know for some time. So it was kind of one of my goals. And I'm not going to give up my goals. I really do want to see this happen. So I am hopeful that we will be able to pull this off at some point and continue to do it in the future. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Have a lovely weekend and I'll see you on Monday. Take care.